Hello and welcome to Kicking No Side. This is Arash. Today's show is a review show and other particular things of that. Now, we will talk about Crunchyroll. And at the end of this show, we will talk about something that has to do with the pandemic and who lives and who survives and who gets out of all this. So it is important for you to listen to the end. It is a very special message to the fans of this genre. Coming up first, we will have the reviews and the previews for both Winter 2019 and Spring 2020. Coming up next on Kagan no side. Welcome to Kagan no side. This is us. I hope you're going in the last month, last couple of months. We were in a completely different world. And now and I can't even walk that much. He really should be wearing that skull mask these days to prevent the raven from entering in his soul and his body. But enough about that. We're going to have deal with the reviews of this last year of winter 2020. That's the start of, that's the last of December of last year to this upcoming March. Some of the shows, three shows have not completed, but we will do a review of a little bit of what we have seen. I hope you enjoy these reviews. It's going to be a while before we get more of them, but let me announce some things that happened with the April premieres. Some of the April premieres have been delayed, and they will be delayed until summer. So those shows will be delayed until the upcoming review. So you won't get reviews for those until September. I'll repeat that again in the upcoming segment. And it will let you know which shows have been moved around. So first off. If we can find this. Yes. Let us start with Darwin's game. Or D game for short. From the first episode, it looked different than a lot of the other anime we've seen in recent years. And it re- and it was shockingly different because it was about the destruction of this particular technology, as it were. And how people survived through it. I thought this was a good show for what it was. I wish it was there was a second season. This show should be watched. They need to do a double this. This thing needs to be on Toonami as soon as possible. Let's call the uh this show uh 
my stats are high so I can use defense. I'm going to tell you something about this show. This show had, was better than it had any right to be. The CGI was short and sweet, which is important. The other parts of the show were funny. Maple, also known as Kade Hanjo, was one of the best female protagonist we've seen in a long time because her inventiveness, inventiveness, is what saved her in a lot of times. You can't imagine a turtle flying around. A flying turtle, wool armor, machine god, right out of alien. Then she loses in some BS fashion and ends up in third place. We want a sequel. We're going to get a second season. This show is, you better watch this show. It was just a great, fantastic show. And they actually did video games right, where other ones kind of play off of it and said, this is part of the universe. This particular game played in the universe. And that's why it is more successful than people recognize. There was no bad anything in this show. This is, was a good show straight through. You need to watch this one. Next up, Plunderer. From what I've seen about this show, this show's all right, but we're going to do a full review later on in the next episode of Kagan No Side, which is during the summer, because it's going to go 24 episodes. Dora Hedro, not a good show. This show should have been just straight 2D animated. I wanted to love this show. The show's uh, characterization is a little bit confusing. Bad CGI, characterization that is confusing, you're not going to do well. Uh-uh, not good. This is a drop for me. It's not a watch. Easy K Quartet 2. There was a special guest appearance from Sia and the Crazy Goddess. Yes, a very special guest appearance. Outside of that, another great season of this show where all the Kyle Walker stars from the Easy K game Easy K uh, worldview that I, that um, this particular show deals with. Uh, yeah, it was a good show on all fronts. Another good season. Again, funny, uh, wonderfully acted. And the animation makes sense in this particular sense because it's just, you know, that particular thing. Railgun T. This show was delayed three weeks because of the coronavirus. Then the thing started to come back up on episode eight last week. Because it is 25 episodes and it will be delayed, it's going to get a further delay. You're not going to hear a review of this show until, are you ready for this? 
Are you ready for this? October, October, November of this month of the day, because we do a July one and then we do one for October. So we won't have a review until October for this particular thing, because by the time Railgun will be finished, it's 25 episodes. And since it was delayed three weeks, it reaches to the November setup until the October setup. So you won't hear a review of this show until October. That's because of the three week delay. Infinite Denogram. It's okay. It's just okay. I I felt this is a re this is a remake of a of a series somewhat that was done earlier and was done during the same time that Soul Art Online was done as a light novel. It actually said it was the more intelligent version of Sword Art Online. However, Infinite Denogram, not a bad show, but mm, I don't know about you. It wasn't that. Pat, the first six episodes actually aired before the other seven was completed. It has been somewhat completed. The last episode has been completed. This show is good in certain places, but everything else just fell apart. And they just needed better script handling on this one. This thing was fascinating and a great uh, 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 opening theme, but nah. This thing was a fascinating treatise into how people control each other. We might have to give it another watch again, but I don't think this thing worked out too much. Nah, 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 nah. Kokoro Asteroid. Asteroid Club, we're going to do a review for it for another show. Uh, you'll listen to it. We'll actually do a recording for it for the other show in an upcoming um, episode. But let's just say it was good. That's what I need to say about that particular um, thing there. We're continuing as we have... Um, the other shows that we have to get look over through. Uh, Mizuki Orphan Hagar Tabby. This was basically a remake of a. This was basically a remake of a. Of an older series. Um, it's pretty much dead. The animation is somewhat okay, but. I call it somewhat okay, somewhat off, but uh, if you were a fan of the first series, this pretty much falls into a T, so it's not a huge particular thing of, of that nature. However, it isn't a bad story, per se. I don't know if they're going to continue the series anyway. Hatelena Illusion. This was based on a light novel. The animation is not as good as you thought it was. There was some interesting characterizations, but this may have been their first work for children's playground entertainment, but they need more work. It is almost like David Production. They'll improve. They'll improve. Um, Boku Notori, Hashin Imatsu. Uh, this has to deal with um, gods. In that particular sense, uh, it's a Josie manga, so it's meant for girls. 
Uh, he ends up to the. He believe me that he's on a nice journey. It's all about the crazy dudes and all the rest of it. Uh, show was all right, but not really for me. Could have done better, but what have you. Natsunagu, good series, but pretty much forgotten. Number 24, we're going to hear a review of it later on in a future episode of King and No Sai. That's on the July episode. 22 divided by 7. I haven't heard much about it. That may have been delayed. I'm not sure. Uh, Uchitama, Uchitama, Kamen Ka, uh, Shimizama Ka. This was another series dealing with cats. It's a little bit better than the first series that we talked about earlier, which is dealing with cats as well, but, uh, not a good, okay show, but not really for me. You might like it, but. Didn't have any of the damn Bang Dream Dirt Season CGI trash it. A3 Season Summer, Spring and Summer, that has been delayed. Older Cinnamon Nungamba, this has to deal with dogs. Uh, it was a pretty funny show. Not gonna lie to you, it was a pretty funny show. I'm gonna get to the other winter ones as well. We have to do some fall um, season for now shows that ended on their season we'll get the uh academic of fourth season later on that show hasn't ended Beastars stars was kind of like delayed but that wasn't uh we already did that review i told you i didn't let that ah imuma kun when 23 episodes i absolutely adored this show because it was a little bit different it wasn't really so much it was more of a comedy show that if you were a Japanese and you know this was just a normal comedy show for Japanese folk it's a normal comedy show so it acts in that similar fashion so they will have the straight man the woman with the antics and all the rest of it and all of that but remember come was an this was an interesting show and there was some intonations about the grandfather and all the rest of it but it's really more of a crazy strange story and then that ending mm, that ending that ending we're gonna do that's gonna be something to talk about let's talk about fake grand order i'm gonna take a little bit of my time about this one this show was a fantastic animated show in many different parts. I felt as though that the show moved just a tiny bit slower than their other series dealing with these particulars, particular with this particular franchise. There could have been more impact on some of the other parts of the story there. They have the money, they have the influence as it were. But I think they kind of stepped back a little bit, which is an unfortunate thing they did. With only 21 episodes, it could have been a little bit longer to flesh out a lot of the characterizations in certain ways. 
but I think they did the best they could with what they have, and they did the best they could with the things that they did because it's more of a like more of an international thing of that nature. Absolute, a masterclass towards the end of the story, uh, and how emotional that the sister passed away with Ershagal and Ishtar, and that scene that was a beautiful scene, and then. The loss of the first three great heroes, Siduri, um, Gilgamesh, and Kindu. When you heard about the story of the first great hero of mankind, especially as these things happened, um, and the look and the feel of the enemy that was Tiamat, and you know all these other things about Tiamat and all the rest of it, and the way that Tiamat passed away. That is a very interesting interlude. I want y'all to think about that real deeply on how Tiamat died. And that is very important to go through in the future. We're going to talk more about fate. I'm writing certain things about it. So we're going to talk more about it uh, in the future. And as I have time now, more time than I usually have, I'm really going to try and complete the whole anime Manga arrows thing and then connected to the whole fate thing, but I lost some of my notes, but I'll try to find them as soon as I can. Akronosora, which went dirt, which is a going to be a 50 episode series. We won't have a review on that show until at least July. Um Babylon was delayed as Zero Lane recently ended. I'm not going to give a review of this show. I've already told you this. And now I'm really not going to give a review on this show. No way. No way. I'm sorry. Now, Churuvatu, Furuvatu 3. Beautiful show. Gonna have another season coming soon. It will be its fourth season. I like this show. It's a interesting show dealing with card playing and all the rest of it and i feel as though that i think this is a show that will can survive in the future i think that a lot of the characterizations are just beautifully well made and well done i love some of the how they interact with each other in those ways i felt as those that this need this will continue. I'm starting to get a feel and an understanding for this franchise. I really like this one as well. I have been a big fan. And a lot of you people are big fans of Sherlock Holmes. When I was younger, Sherlock Holmes and his stories, especially at a time when Everything about Detective Stories or whatnot, I enjoyed it. And I wanted to read more about it. And I started to learn more about these things and how he solved crimes. I used to even uh, use a a magnifying glass back in the day when I was younger and try to find these things and try to search these particular things. It's something that came a part of me. The last couple series on the HBO series of Sherlock, the first part of the first two seasons were really good, but the last parts were not as good. Elementary 
was an okay di- uh, 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 interlude or a side story they kind of did for elementary, but I really didn't like the show until towards the end of the series. Now, Sherlock, Kababuchu Sherlock is a completely different show. I have to put this in very simple terms. There's a lot of people that do, they change a lot of the stories or change a lot of the characterizations. You heard with, uh, uh, with what they want to do with Ariel and the Little Mermaid and all the rest of these things and try to do the whole representation and whatnot. The reason why Japan succeeds where America fails is that they don't change much of the characterizations of the people. They just change the setting. And the setting, you change the setting, you change a lot of the things in the characterization. I absolutely adore this series. I even want to make this very, very huge statement. And I do not mean this slightly, but as a Sherlock Holmes fan, this series, as a Sherlock Holmes fan, especially the way they ended this this particular original series of Sherlock, it's original. The way they ended this makes it better than the HBO series. By a country mile. They did in 26 episodes what Conjurbacks and others couldn't do and the BBC and HBO couldn't do in three seasons. Which is stunning and shocking to me. This goes up with one of the older classes because Sherlock is doing this. Sherlock went great at the ending. You have to watch the ending. This show should be on the BBC America. It should be there. Because Sherlock is their thing. This is a a different type of thing. This should be done with British actors and all the rest of these things and whatnot. But I am beginning, but people, let, let me make this clear. They might not air this show because of the way they see transgenderism and all the rest of these things. But the things that happen with that particular character, that transgendered character, is one of the catalysts that led into the ending of this particular show. One of the major catalysts. And it, and the way that catalyst was handled was absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Grady in second season started slow, had a lot of promise. I don't know about you, but uh-uh. Nah, didn't work out for me. It didn't work out for me. It should have been something of of a whole of a better it should have been done in a in a better setting. Um, let's see what else that went there. 26 Nah, the others didn't go 26, so only Sherlock went 26. Let's go back to the winter and go back to some of the better shows that came out there. Haku to the top, still a great show about volleyball. We want another season. This show is good. 
uh, as you can. Folks, I'm going to make this real clear. I didn't like this show. I I wanted I wanted to like this show, but first episode just put me off. And this is a CGI show, which doesn't say that it's CGI, but it is CGI. They might have animated some parts of it back. Uh, this show just did not work for me. Oh, I, 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 there were some parts of it that were funny, but nah, none of it worked out for me. No. I want to talk about Somali of the forest and Shibaku Jojin Hanoko Khan. And I want to explain something about Hanoko Khan that if you're not a fan or you did not watch a certain movie, you're going to miss out everything. But let me get to Somali. This was done by a Vietnamese guy, and this was a, uh, originally a web manga there. Beautifully animated in many other parts, a completely different way of doing this particular thing. We all love Somali. The golem was wonderfully done. It was a robot, and then he started to find his emotions, and we thought that they were going to die, but it turns out that, look, I have a new life. This is the, the person that I want to stay with. I want to be a father to the day. A wonderful father and daughter joining together in the world of full of darkness. As hopefully we get a second season into finding out what happened to humanity so she can find her home. Or if this is the end of the series at this particular time, uh, this was a great ending to the series. It was very emotional in a lot of senses, and it shows the problems, and especially now, especially emphasized now in this society now on the mistakes human beings do because of not only racism on all ends, but the xenophobia on all ends, but the not taking care of nature at the final end. And how it has brought humanity towards extinction in this particular sense. And in certain ways is reflective of what we are experiencing now. I'm gonna talk about Hanoko Kun in a longer in a longer statement because this is a completely different show. And this show is making references a whole lot of things but the first reference you need to realize this is based in the night this is based on things that happened in the 1960s and i want you to really look at the color colorization of this show it reminds me of a certain 1960s soap opera do you want to know what that is it's something that johnny depp did in a recent movie which is deeply underrated in certain ways. It is called Dark Shadows. Y'all don't believe me, y'all better believe me, okay? And it's set up in that particular way, but he's not a vampire and all the rest of it. It's, a com it's different things are changed because this is more, this is more towards Gigi Guitaro. Guitaro. This is more towards its end. So a lot of it is emphasizing 1969 
and the space program. And why is referencing it is because that's the same year Gigi no Guitaro, Kitaro aired in Japan. So it's emphasizing that particular series and the Ghost and the Goblins and the whole rest of it. But in many other ways, it's referencing in an American sense, Dark Shadows. The whole thing, especially towards the ending, will you be my assistant? If you didn't know the characterization, Barnabas Collins and um, Julia and uh, uh, um, and, and Julia uh, and, and, and Julia, which later became her female assistant, and then he has a male assistant named Willie. I know this like it's the back of my head. Okay, so Barnabas Collins has in, has a rival. In 69, his biggest rival, in the 69, 70 years, his biggest rival is Count Patoffi, and Count Patoffi trapped him, and it's about the hand of Dr. Moreau. So Count Patoffi's hand, they put that in that story, uh, in that particular story as well. So they're referencing that particular story. They're also referencing that he died when he killed his brother, or he either committed suicide, or we don't know about that. This manga is still ongoing. But they're referencing another thing as well. Interestingly enough, he never got past because there are doctors. I mean, there's a teacher there who's a ghost as well. Maybe a zombie, if I want to, I want to be fair enough. That's referencing the fact that he was saying that this boy, if he had lived, would have been my understudy. Would have been my understudy. Or he would have been my, or I would have been his understudy if he had lived. But the boy died. Because he was being abused by his twin brother. For some strange reason. Another thing you're not looking at, and you're looking at very interestingly, they kind of kind of imply even worse in the manga, but then that this particular dude who is trying to, who at first was trying to kill this particular day, that dude is um bisexual, if I want to really put it in that particular sense, to a ghost that looks like a girl, but is really a boy. And they're implying that he is bisexual. But the way they're handling it is, is that's more of his friend, not of a particular sense. It's the ghost that's implying that, not the other person. He just sees him as a friend. He's implying, the ghost is implying that, oh, you're going to look at me like that because you have that type of peccadillation. Interestingly enough, they kind of implied it in Dark Shadows, but they never really implied it in that particular sense, in that particular sense. But especially with the female, um, uh, let me see. Nene, 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 who is the girl, you see a lot of the episodes that has to do with rumors. We'll get to that when it deals with another show that we're going to talk about later. Uh, when it has to deal with rumors 
And these rumors led into a lot of problems. Similar thing that they did in Gigi Kitaro in, in certain episodes, especially with the newer series, which has gone about 120 episodes as of this particular moment. This show is done differently than the other shows. I feel as though this show tends to play off the gothic lifestyle in a way. And because it's the 1960s, a lot of it is referencing Jock Shadows to me. I think they were more in, in tune with the movie because that's when the, they really, this may be the first time they ever saw Dark Shadows was in the movie theaters. So I think they're referencing the movie more because I see more depth than I see Jonathan Freed in that particular sense. But in, in more terms, it's more like it's a, it's like a mix. They kind of make it sort of like a soap opera. You see it with that with the way they drew the style and all the rest of these things, they kind of represent Gigi Kitaro. That's one. They kind of give it an, uh, an emphasis towards dark shadows in the, in some of the characterizations and some of the character um, motivations. You get to see a sense of how they did it with the manga. So this, that, and the other thing. And then... The second season, they're going to start talking about that mermaid storyline. Watch this show, especially the middle parts of this series when they were talking about the boy and his brother. You're going to see some a lot of fascinating stuff on it. This is a this show you need to watch. Forget about all the toilet humor, all the rest of it. This thing is. This thing is going to be a really interesting series in the future. This leads into Inspector. Inspector. I want to tell you this series. That this series was a very interesting series. One reason I say it's interesting is for one reason and one reason only. Is that... If you know noir or knowing, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused here. Uh, Lane, I'm sorry, Lane. Serial experiments, Lane. Uh, Inspector is taking aspects of what Lane was talking about in the 1990s and has expanded into the 2000s and made a ghost story out of that particular one. And it was absolutely done in a very interesting fashion the last three episodes. I think the last three episodes saved the franchise for me because everything about this, this story was confusing to me until the last three episodes and then everything started to make sense. But the only disappointing thing is he didn't go out with the adult female. He couldn't go out with the adult female. I'm like, come on now. Look, she got no legs, no arms. She got one leg, one arm, one eye. Dude, you a freak. You a freak, bruh. Come on, man. Really? They can get away with it because it's about scary shit. That's what it is. That's what it is.
speaking of scary stuff, ID Invaded. Ooh, an original series that should be on Tsunami. We need a second season of this. I absolutely adored the last five episodes of this show. This show is when this when you know it's not connected to the manga and you still can write it. This is great writing. This is not like Doro Doro. This was beautiful. This was a good show. I didn't like some parts of the animation, but this was an original series. It's uncharted territory in a lot of different ways. So they had to really think about what they were doing in this particular set setup. But this show succeeded the way it needed to succeed. The action in the last episode was fantastic. Same thing with um, same thing with Darwin's game. I love the last two episodes of both of these series. They need to do a second season of this. I'm with y'all. It should be done. Let's go get it. Majoja Magica Gaiden TV is the sequel or side sequel of that original Madoka Magica that happened nine years ago. Oh, this ending. My God, the ending. No, 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 no. No, bruh. They set up all those 12 episodes just for that scene. Oh, God. Oh, God. Nah. This show was good. Not as great as the other one, but good on its own merits. But that that final five minutes. Mm, brother. Brother. They did us in. They did us in. <laughs> Woo! Jesus. Hey, let's talk about happier things in that particular sense. Let's talk about Senton Gakuken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I got you. Mm-hmm. Now, Senton Gakuken was a good show. It was funny. Gukami know what they're doing. They did it with the horse racing series, and now they're doing it with this one. I, I I can't lie to you, folks. They have something here. It, this is a beautiful show. It's based on a manga. It was 12 episodes. The last episode was funny. Everybody was on point. I, I, I absolutely enjoyed this. It, well, it's like, you know, I kind of like the wolf girl, but she's just too small. And you know, she's just, they're just trying, bro. It's like, look, we don't give a damn no more. But you know what he really wants? The human with the big tits at the same age as him. That's the best thing about this. He's trying to get the girl and the girl's oblivious. And every other animal's like, we want Jin or Jin's interfering with us or all this other stuff. Last episode was fun. The whole series was fun, especially the whole Lion and Pollock thing. Foreshadowing. 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 
watch this show. Just as good as um, Shield Girl. Just as good. Just as good. So, Richard Nonazi Conte, a small, a shorter show, uh, more mystery, more intrigue. Did what it had to do. It wasn't too bad. Can't lie about it. It wasn't too bad. Oh, guys, let's get to the good stuff. You know what we're talking about. It's time to play its music. That's right. It just species review is the most controversial anime to air since Golden Bird. Let's do it again, shall we? Win, boys. Win. I got Futanari. I got big titted girls. I got nice ass looking succubuses. I got elves. I got hyenas. I got old him kid. Let's do it again. We eating, bro. That's right. We eating. It got so bad. So bad. Formation had to stop doing its dub, simultaneous dub. It got so bad, one of the Japanese uh, air, one of the Japanese networks had to move it to another place. These people played, Kanawaka played. Woo! And it, a lot of the things they didn't do with the manga they did here. Woo boy! You know what else? The show is really fucking good. Can you believe the outrageous shit that I'm just saying right now? The show is really fucking good and needs to have a fucking second season. If it wasn't for this tragedy we're going through, this show would have been getting that ratings, bruh. Them ratings. Them ratings, bruh. This show is fan-fucking-tastic. Go get this show from its original. Go get it. this show from Japan. You better get that unedited. You better see all them niceness, especially that criminal. We're going to see that Nedroid. Let me tell you this. They heard you. You heard your boy. Right, all you Futa fans, your hero has arrived and is coming through at uh, uh, and that hyena. And speaking about hyenas and all the rest of it, do you notice that there have been more Futanari content and characterizations in the last six months in Japanese anime than I have been in almost the last 60 years? Think about it. Think about it. Damn, let's do it again. One more time for this wonderful show. It just gets a rating of we eating, son. That's right. It just gets a rating of we eating, bro. We eating good. This is some good fucking food. Good fucking food, bro. Where you been at? Where you been at? Nikopara. Nikopara turned out to be 
a better show than people expected. It was funny when he needed to be, sad when he needed to be, fun when he needed to be, crazy ass when he needed to be. Everybody said, oh, this is the day that we're going to do all the real shit. Actually, no. It actually turned out to be a fantastic show for what it was. Not a bad show. I actually liked it. Runaway Raw Rat had to deal with, um, what's it called? With fashion. Uh, not bad. I actually really did uh, like that show. I did like that show, and it's a little different. It deals with the fashion industry. If you're in the fashion industry, today, a lot of things there. And Oshini no Budokan Ikarishinu deals with something about uh, idol worship in... That particular thing is more of a lesbian angle of that particular stuff and whatnot. And it's a little bit creepy, but it's an okay show. Yeah, I you know what it is, man. One more thing that I forgot, it was a show called Reason Core which deals with science and does science make love or will science ever understand love? All 12 episodes aired on Amazon Japan prime instant video, which means the show was completed way back a couple of months prior to its premiere. Thought the show was interesting well, it was the best of the romantic shows that they aired in the last couple of days. So it was interesting to see, kind of funny to see how science and intelligence do not understand love and all the rest of these things that love is a uh, outside of that particular setup and a whole lot of it. But if you see it in the, um, the way that Rolo Tomasi and others have been um, talking about in their books, you get to see some very interesting interludes just you know, on that particular sense there. Um, if you read it, it's just as a comedy, it's a funny show. If it's like a drama, it's okay. But it was an interesting experiment in court in the side in the inserts, as it will, when it comes to this particular, um, had not uh, this particular deal that they had with Amazon as well that the whole series was done before it actually premiered in other places in Japan. Um, I considered it a good show. It wasn't a bad show in any stretch of the imagination. The characters were fine. There were some funny moments. That's all I have to say about that subject. All right, let's get to My Hero Academica, the fourth season, as we stop it right here. Stop it right here. 13 episodes of what was to be the most important season of the franchise. And my goodness, it delivered. Delivered everything. This is why we had Tsunami was built for shows like these. That 13th episode, my God. 
My guy. Ain't nothing better. In the animation and the way they handle it, Studio Bones, you should have seen that the way that Studio uh, uh, David Production handled theirs, the way that Studio Parole handled the other one, the way that um, uh, the way that uh, Toy handled theirs with Dragon Ball Z, the way with Studio uh, uh, Studio Dean did, uh, Bones did with uh, Academica in their battles. My goodness, this was just beautiful. It was beautiful, and it showcased the beauty of what heroism is. And the last few episodes from the passing of their entourage, the loss of his powers, and then how to get Aerie's smile to the way they were going to do their dancing, all of it. The last few episodes, especially with um, the high school day, they remind me some of the old days when we used to do these talent shows back in those days and beauty pageants and a whole lot of it. Yeah, it was a nice thing to see. And it's then the fourth season should not be forgotten, especially at this particular time. So, folks, that ends this segment of Kagan No Sai. Thank you for listening. We will see you guys in the next segment where we talk about the previews for the upcoming shows in the new, new season of AMA starting in April. We'll be back right after this with more of Kagan No Side. This is us. We continue to walk in the shadow of the raven. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Kagan No Side. This is Elias. So let's look at the spring 2020 episodes here. We haven't had an announcement for most of them, but Kaguya-sama's second season will return. We don't know how many episodes with that one. Sword Art Online, 11 episodes, continuation of the second season of Sword Art Online, which will later be coming on Toonami. They don't know when they're going to have those um, particulars taken care of. There's they're saying they're having a backlog over at Tsunami, so just letting you guys know. Fruits Bats, this will have its second season. Um, this is the Tower of God. It is actually being delayed until July. That's what I last heard. The fifth season of Food Wars will continue later on. BNFLA, which has just recently aired on March 21st, 22nd, excuse me. This is an original series. It's said in the 21st century where this is a humor that has been revealed to the world after living in darkness for centuries. One day, a high school student named Michiru Sully turns into a Tanuki person. After going to live in Anima City by Wolf Ogami Shiro, he becomes to investigate why she became an animal and gets messed up into stranger events in on in the process. The first six episodes were streamed on Netflix Japan. The regular season broadcast will start with episode seven beginning April 9th, 
2020 and will end a little bit earlier. We don't know how many episodes it will have. Otal game attempts to flag. Uh, and then they will have this is another easy K year old daughter. Um Katarina Class is a only daughter of a duke, leaving her life peacefully without anything until she hits her head on a rock. And then remember, she's not actually the duke's daughter. She actually used to be an otaku daughter went into a school after the previous life being fortune lover, her favorite on tone game. After noticing the current surroundings seem oddly familiar, she's shot to discover that she's been reincarnated as the villainous. Gannett Pierre from Pine Jam. What does one consider a monster, a horrible ball-sucking vampire, vampire's creation? Kaduri Kagawa has a secret. Other than being great grades and skilled at sports, he isn't what one could become normal. In fact, he usually shouldn't be called human. One fateful morning, he wake up as a monster with a normal strength, a sense of smell, big fluffy paws, and the depression and self-hate becomes after losing one's humanity. His life was flipped upside down. Claire, the girl that he decided to save, now holds his secret over his head. Claire is a sadistic and utterly twisted girl with no sense of empathy towards the lives of others. Before meeting Shizushi, she was in the search of monsters, hoping to find a monster sister. Despite becoming a monster, Shizushi naively continues to hold on to human morals. How long can one last in this unsufferable way of living? This is going to be a very interesting series. Done by Pine Jam. Second season or second half of of the uh, uh, Shinosu Netame Wakan Interamasan Yetsure no Wate. Uh, it deals with Ikuru Yuzumi, a boy without much ambition, mm, takes a job at a convenience store. The days pass uneventfully until he meets a former girlfriend and classmate, but Especially dancing on Nishu and her pet Raven. Interesting series coming here. Kashizuko TV. We will open the curtain back in time to a story of one manga creator. This is a story of Gotokude, a starter who's somewhat, somewhat vulgar manga and tries to hide it for the sake of his daughter Hime. And father and daughter tale of love and laughter. This is going to be a very interesting series. They actually did a live action series on this particular show or movie, I'm not sure. No Guns Live second season will continue on. That was split into two parts. Aper Rahman back in the night. This is the American series that deals with the American West. So you're going to see a lot of uh, things dealing with the American West. If you were a fan of the Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2, this is store this show is up your alley. Here's the synopsis. In the back end of the 19th century, this is an original series too. It's also done by PA Works, who is also do Yeah, it's done by PA Works. Back in the end of the 19th century. The genius but socially awkward engineer, Soriano Apar, and the wise but colleague sound like Ishikiri Kogame, 
find themselves drifting between the sea of Japan and America. With basically no money, the duel decide to enter the Trans-America Wild Race to win the prize money so they can go home. The two are kind of rivals, bandits, and uh, challenges in the wilderness as they race through America, starting from the line in Los Angeles to the finish line in New York in the steam-colored-powered car day bell. Now, the first two episodes were streamed in advance on the March 20, 21st, 2020 on Docomo Anime Store. The original broadcast will begin with the third episode on April 10th, 2020. So the first two episodes have already aired on their online store at Dorodora. And, and when you hear this particular day, it will begin in a couple of days. Hanachi-chan, Sword Not Desu. A 25-year-old man, Shinjo Ishimura, working in a firm company, thinking about tomorrow's busy working day, goes to sleep. However, he wakes up, finds himself in a room unknown to him, and realizes he's in a young man's body, taking over his body and mind. He soon learns from the memories of the boy that the boy was born of a young, poor, noble family living in the back country. Having no administrative kill, he can't do anything to manage the vast land his family has. Fortunately, he's best with a very rare talent, magic. Unfortunately, that talent could bring prosperity to his family in this situation and only brought disaster. This story of the boy, Wendelin von Porter Braumeister, finding his path in a dark world. Tetsuzuki Tomono, this is the second season of Tetsuzuki Arte. This is a manga. Arthur was born into an aristocratic family in Florence during the 16th century Renaissance era. Being female was unheard of to be an artist. Driven by her love of art, art is way to cast her aside her aristocratic lifestyle to become an artist. This is sort of a... This is sort of a... um. Reference to a 16th century Florence artist that recently had a video done by overly sarcastic productions that talked about this particular woman woman there. So it's basically based on that particular person. So I don't remember the name right now at this particular time. Oh, speaking of which, Jackson Chan Dropkick will have a second season. Listeners, this is an original series. Said in a world where the concept of music ceased to exist. The story begins when a boy encounters Mayu, which puts a audio jack in her body. The two intermingle through the history of rock music and a beginning of unforgettable journey. This is going to be a very interesting series. So it's a lit. It deals with listeners. It's going to be a fascinating season. Oh, have you ever heard of this show called Kingdom Dirt Season? Yes, the Dirt Season Kingdom. Um, we're gonna have another baseball series, another female baseball series is called Tata Yomi in her junior high school years. Pitcher Yomi Takada was not able to get very far in a cross school baseball tournament. <clears throat> Since the catcher of her team wasn't on her level, she couldn't use her signature throw, the magic throw, and eventually regretted not being able to use it. After junior high, she decided to stop playing baseball, went to Shinkozuri High School, a school without a baseball club. There she found a long-lost childhood friend who used to play catchball when we were kids. When we, they were kids. 
Tamaki also played baseball during her junior years as a catcher and could even catch Yomi's magic throw. Their promise with each other with their childhood can now be fulfilled. Walking together on the road to baseball again, the girls who love baseball will begin once more. Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s, which is the new television series that will be for the 20th anniversary of the anime franchise. Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s premiering April 4th. Connect Princess Kanet Redrive. The protagonist will go with no memory of her location. The protagonist it then meets girls that come closer to the color and hidden mystery. Linden films. This is based on a novel. A ghost was seen in the 12th floor of the Junikai building. A newspaper article featuring the sighting brought together Takaba Ikaba, who runs a private detective agency to support his family with an assistant, Kizuki Kizuki, to solve the case. Dogo Kobo's doing this series. Hidaku no Nishi, first year student, and prepares to do indoor activities such as crafting. Having recently moved to a seaside challenge, she wants her older classmate to invite her to the fishing club and to start fishing. Gal no Koruku. This is a manga. One day, Kanedi Agaru picks up a dinosaur and begins playing with it. The short comedy defends their lives together as the dinosaur consumes from a few watch TV and enjoys fashionable things. Thus begins the story of a gal and a dinosaur that cohabitating that transcends time. This is a slice of life and man. Um, Fungu no Akabashikapa no Garama. You're in a world where you can meet famous Japanese historical writers. With a product consulted with other writers, you delve into tainted books to purify down one lost secrets and gain new allies. This is an ancient adventure fantasy. Shinsakura Takutazin, the animation. This is the, I believe, seventh series from the from the Sakura Tazin franchises. And it's one of the third game in the franchise, which is coming for the PlayStation 4. Basically, it says in 1932, years after the events of So Long, My Love, the great demon world results in the annihilation of the Imperial Paris and New York combat Revue's follower divisions. With Earth at Peace and the Revue's answers now becoming public, the World Combat Organization formed to several different international divisions. A biannual international combat review tournament has now been organized. So the robots are now no longer in existence, and now they have all combined to decide to do an actionable tournament. Chaku Battle no Gegen Dezu. This is a based on a role-stranded standing game of the same name set in the alternate world where the Predator asks the president to recruit and train adventures. This is based on a game. Oro no Yube. And Fukara no Salon did there. Fumi works as an assistant in a popular salon in the city and is aiming to become a hairdresser. She receives persistent guidance from Suzuki Dick Salon's charismatic manager. Every time he touches Fumi, she becomes agitated. One day, Fumi stands at the practice part of the saloon session. He touches her and she sprinkles her with water and she becomes angry again. Or so she thought. Could she be actually be attracted to him? It is an evil smile, an evil smile as he sends Fumi's heart and figures his out to go. Everybody, 
It looks like it's not going to be her. She can't refuse her fingers anymore. Now, the standard TV version will debut on, on April 6, 2020, while the complete version will air stream on the Comet Fiesta Anime Zone website. Major TV second season will continue the second season of Major Second. Agamemnon from Bang Dream. This is from Sansgan. It deals with live bands. Shadowverse. We have no synopsis yet. It's based on the card game. Um, card by Dragon If. Then we have Komozade Kisan, an old man who pursues handsome men, ancients, and similarly old woman and makes their heart flutter. This is a very rare series that deals with older people. So, hmm. Now, Olympia Kaikos. This is a sports series. Dimitros, a Connie players from ancient Greece who dislike sports and competitions, wanted to come up a game with the mayor of the neighboring town to save his village. While hiding inside a large base, lightning strikes its base and being transferred to Tokyo during the Summer Olympics in 1964. So this is an Olympic series. One of the rare ones there. Um... Holly Girls where Gaiken in a bit of a pro star performance. They end in the Girls of Frank, the Girls Arena. Then we have Tomaka Gekaisen Gaitai Earth Rainer. The anime centers between the battles between the mysterious alien Gainer, the Dark Spinner, and the secret defensive Earth Rainer over Earth Energy, Earth generated from the Earth's rotation. Bang Dream, uh, Garupa Kuna, and Mori. And then we have a couple of others during season of a, another animated series dealing with a banana. Um, we already did listeners. Um, Gannett Pier we did. DNA we did. Um, Yami Total we did from Tele Animation. This is Tower of God, which has been delayed until um, later on the year. And then we have Sword Art and then all the rest of it. So a very interesting season coming up. The original season, this is the second season of Baki's coming up for original animated series. It will be on Netflix. Um, this is the 24-episode series called... Uh, this is the 3D series. This is the... Uh, they, it's supposed to premiere on April 23rd, 2020. Um, this is uh, Chris First animated series. Um, it is scheduled for 24 apps. It's going to air on Netflix. Souls Vante, we don't know about much about that. Gundam Bell Drowser, second season. It's another original series. Valley by Super King also coming out later. This is a 13-episode series from Highline uh, Animation Learners. June Hayes invented a private zoo and was forced to contract it after his graduation. And from that day forward, he was classified to the period. Those age under 21 were permitted to end, were prohibited to enter. This is another animated series, Washing uh Zasky Washing No Tommy Chan. The pleasure horror concerts about the life of Tommy Chan as a Donnie goes from Iwawe Pete Fretcher, who's now living in Tokyo with other spirits, supernatural entities, and humans. And dealing with otherworldly manners. The unemployed Tanamani Chen has to deal with job and is paying for gas, water, and electricity. So we have that. Uh, 
Uh, another series from Studio Live, Mauro Perry, Cinderella Girls, Extra Stage. Another OVA, Strike the Blood IV, which is the fourth season of Strike the Blood. In one episode, dealing with the original anime, will serve as the final episode of the television series, focusing on the robbery of the character, background character, Joro, and Jose, the protagonist. Then we have a couple of movies coming out. Kiara will do Evangelon 3.0 plus 1.0 Violent Ever Gone movie, which will come out on the 24th. The, this is will be spring song for a face day night. Princess Principal Crown Headliner in an original movie called Natsuji Washi Wa Neko Wa Kabarum. The Given movie will also have one episode of will have that movie coming out. Then Omori. Omoi Omare Fure Fura. This is a based on a manga drama series, and that will be also a movie. Cider no Watagaru, which will be another movie. Detective Coden movie 24. And then Sugar Day Review Starlight, which will be a movie as well. Monster the Strike the Movie, Lucifer Zedrida no Yoke. And then Crayon Shigan movie 28. There will be a couple of specials. The OVA of Dora Dora Mother Omek will be part of the volume two of the Blu-ray release, which will have the later episodes. This episode will be funded through the Chisos Tax Program, which lives in urban areas to compete with the private rural residents. Taxpayers who contributed over 2,000 yen will be reduced to income tax and resilience tax. The whole task program will be the episode's focus. So it's a special episode of Jaskin No Dropkick. Hey, I can't. Ghana sells into Me White Bike. And then Sword On Online will have a recap episode coming up there. So a lot of interesting shows coming up soon. Movies coming up there. It's already the 20th anniversary of Yu-Gi-Oh! And that's pretty much what we're going to talk about here. So enjoy this season. Uh, a lot of episodes have been delayed. A lot of them have been moved to next uh, to July. Um, I hope you enjoyed this particular um, preview of the April season, and we'll have a review of most of these shows as well, of course, and uh, a lot of interesting things to come into the future as well. So. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with the next segment right after this on Kagan No Side. This is Elias as we walk through the shadow of the Raven. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. This is Elias. So, we got to talk about Crunchyroll and Opulence. And one of the reasons why we're talking about opulence today, especially as we go through this pandemic, especially as we go through all these things that we're going through now, is the issue concerning this particular thing of opulence. Opulence is not a pretty word. But if you haven't been sleeping on a rock, They moved their headquarters over to New York City and AT&T spared no expense in recreating Kajubachoro and Akibara 
right inside the offices of the new Time Warner. Now, a lot of people should be pissed and a lot of people should be angry. But in a way, it makes sense. Criminality secedes and criminality secedes excellently, especially in this time where the truth is no longer being told or refuses to be told or just being machinated into some sort of thing. It, it, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. But one of the things that I have become more cognizant of is the bullshit a lot of people use to defend Crunchyroll. And I feel as though is that that's not right. And a lot of people have made mistakes, horrible mistakes, in trying to defend a company that should not be defended or should not be named. And in this particular aspect, we shouldn't really name it because naming it gives it way too much power than it is. I might mention it a few times, but it might be mistakes. But I just want to get into one particular point. There was an announcement about a brand new streaming service for free. And I do mean for free. It is called Retro Crush. Retro Crush is a free anime service that focuses on the decades between the 1970s to the late 1990s. And it is a service that started out as a YouTube page and now has become its own particular website. So they worked on it for years on the legal end with the short clips that they did and now it has become this so it's not like Crunchyroll but there was a message done by uh, another Twitter user that says look guys I've been burned way too many times I rather pirate because I've been burned way too many times now, Jason DeMarco on this show is a hero to all of us here at Kagan Side, Doga Queen. We wouldn't even be something called Doga Queen without Jason DeMarco and Sean Atkins and Toonami. We wouldn't be that particular type of entity. But I would be remiss to say that the way Mr. DeMarco handled it was a bit off-putting, the disagreement that he has. He is the biggest anti-pirate I've ever seen in my life. The biggest one. And a lot of the reasons I am against Crunchyroll is because of Jason DeMarco, not in spite of him. The reasons I am against Crunchyroll as a rule is because of Jason DeMarco. Because every single rule he has about media and entertainment, 
Crunchyroll broke to get into the place where they're about to take over Toonami. And ultimately, as we are beginning to witness, they are the de facto owners elect of Warner Brothers Animation. Producers and owners elect of Warner Brothers Animation. That means Kung Gao came from pirate to now the owners of one of the greatest legacies in the history of all of animation. Crime pays and crime pays big. Here is what Jason DeMarco said. And I just want to reiterate this. He said, and I quote, okay, seriously, folks, just pay for your shit. It's the only way to put money in their pockets. Okay. Then listen to, now watch this. Crunchyroll doesn't, now this is Bruv Redux who just said this. Crunchyroll doesn't support the creators. You're bought off buying merch from Japan. Now watch this. Listen. This is from Jason DeMarco. I don't know where or where these types of myths originate, but it's so weird to me that no fact, some fans will go on thinking that it's true that has absolutely nothing to do with reality. Now he follows up with this very weird statement. I guess in a world where QAnon is itch, it should be obvious to me that people invent their own reality, but it still boggles my mind sometimes. I know it's pointless to argue with people who already have decided to believe in the absence of facts, so he'll mute the thread. Okay. First off, what does QAnon have anything to do with Crunchyroll being a pirating firm? I just want an, I just want an answer from that. How does that work? How does that work? I, I don't know how it works. I really don't. For me, this is not the absence of facts. This is just trying to defend people that are ultimately going to destroy everything that he's worked for 25 years. That is as basic and simple as I can make it. Whatever you think about what is going on in the world, it has absolutely nothing to do with that person's opinion. The reason he did, he said, buy your shit. Okay, then he just said, buy the merch from Japan. Isn't that the same thing? I don't know what it is. So he was saying, okay, we buy the merch from Japan. We're doing a good thing. Where does these alternative facts come from? The alternative facts are not alternative. Now, I know that Mr. DeMarco's busy. He might have time during the lockdown to do more research on it or not. That's his prerogative. I'm not in the business of trying to tell the man what to do with his own, with, with his own time. I'm not that person to say that. But we already have seen the evidence. Um, Cloudflash TV has given up the information. Other places in the anime industry have already done this and they have stated and they have shown and even it's shown in their own Japanese in their own Japanese information 
that the anime industry in the United States is 8% of the whole anime in animation industry. China before Wuhan was 40%. This is before Wuhan and the incident with the COVID-19, it was 40%. So I don't know what to tell y'all. He's defending his quote unquote friends in Crunchyroll. Oh, we do give the money to them a day. It is not substantial because the interview that was just pointed out recently, I should give those links out. Folks, I need to really show you these links before we even get to where we need to go. Because I'll link that one. I'll link his responses. I'll link the interview that one of the um, animation um, uh, uh, people did and what they said needs to actually happen to help them out, which is not help Crunchyroll. I have the links with me, but I'll have to pull, post them out just to show you where we are. I have to pull, I have to show, I have to show the links, but this is the problem. The opulence that we're seeing with Crunchyroll's new headquarters, especially at a time where they need new, they need to fix their news operation over at CNN. They need to fix all these things they need to fix before they can get HBO Max off the board. We have situations with the comic industry. We have situations with every other industry in the United States right now, especially with this COVID-19 that is going on. And all they coming up and say, look, I'm support Japan today. They even said it. I'm going to buy my merch from Japan. So I'm not trying to be a pirate. If we're going to help the actual animators there, we're going to buy the merch from Japan. He's turned, turned off and said, oh, it's alternative facts. But wait, I got the link. And it's coming from an animator that's seen this particular day. Then he brings up QAnon. Why bring it up? It's saying that it's alternative facts. There is no alternative facts. We got the link. For him to say that is deeply concerning to me. This is the guy I said he is right about these pirates. But here he go, the fan Ezelkin, that pretty much said Kish anime is this that, and the other thing. Are you kidding me? You kidding me, right? Here comes one of the posters saying, I buy my stuff from Japan. So he's not trying to pirate anything. Buying the show, I understand that's wrong, but he's trying to help the animators in his own way. But he comes up and says, oh, it's alternative facts. It's this QAnon non thing that's going on. What does QAnon have to do anything? What is going on with Crunchyroll getting all those resources to build half the damn building in AT&T headquarters, in the new Time Warner headquarters for them to 
make it look like Akabara? How's that alternative facts? The Crunchyroll is making their own shows instead of helping the Japanese animators like they said they were going to do. How's that alternative facts? I don't get it. And it stunned me. And then I had to go back. I had to look at it in a different light. I had to get look at it in a different light and see what is going on everywhere else in this industry. And I had to realize something. They got them, we're in it. A lot of people are in a lot of bad corners. A lot of people are in a lot of bad corners and the only people that are going to look good at the end of the day will be the Japanese. And AT&T somewhat knows this. And that is why they're setting everything up with the Tower of God, which they somehow figured out a way to get it on time and not have it delayed. But they're going to try and get everything under the control and whatnot. This is the bullshit that y'all seen. In my honest opinion, Crunchyroll, a bunch of culture vultures, just like, um, they're a bunch of culture vultures, just like uh, Dame Dash would say about a lot of people, like, um, uh, uh, um, uh, um, the guy that he hates so much at this particular time, um, um, on this particular time, I don't remember him. The money people, they're, they're a bunch of culture vultures. I'm like, they, I'm Dame Dash when it comes to Crunchyroll. Fuck these motherfuckers. They don't know nothing about the history of this genre. They came in there. They said they love Toonami. They go shake hands. It's the Red Skull shaking hands with Steve Rogers. I consider John, John, uh, Jason DeMarco Steve Rogers. At what he will actually in, in the real sense he's Bucky Bond, but I ain't gonna say shit. But in, in, in this particular contest, he's Steve Rogers. He's Steve Rogers, he's continuing the legacy of what was before. The whole Saban thing, the whole DIC thing, the whole day where we when we when we started up when we were kids. He continues that legacy. So in that sense, he's Steve Rogers. But Steve Rogers don't shake hands with the Red Skull who's Kung Gao. Kung Gao's the Red Skull. He don't shake hands with the Red Skull. He beats the motherfucking fascist bastard. And that's why I call Mr. Kung Gao fascist bastard. I'm not going to apologize for that shit. I ain't apologizing for nothing. Steve Rogers don't shake hands with the Red Skull. Get the fuck out of here. And he don't defend the Red Skull neither when the Red Skull's still doing the same bullshit he's been doing for the last several years. We got evidence. I got the people talking about it. We don't have to change shit. The evidence is right there in front of your faces. I can't believe that you're spinning. We spinning? God. Don't bring up things don't bring up the issues that are going around in politics when it comes to this particular issue they're not connected and that was his mistake i feel as though 
I will always respect Jason. Jason DeMarco is one of my heroes. He is one of the guys that absolutely brought me into the artistic worldview and the uh, and the aesthetic worldview. Some of the reasons why I kind of went away from Sony and the Sony PlayStation with the whole singer and Kangora thing is the way aesthetics speak to us. And if you don't have aesthetics, you don't respect beauty and all the rest of these things and whatnot, and it, and and oh, smutty and all the rest of it. No, 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 no. It's a different way of seeing it. And Jason helped me see that in certain ways that people don't understand. It's much deeper than that. But for him to keep defending Crunchyroll when the evidence is starting to pile up, the interviews are coming out and starting to pile up, the information from the people that used to work with Crunchyroll are starting to pile up, um, all these other things from uh, Clownfish TV and other places are starting to pile up. You can't keep defending the indefensible for long. And I don't want to see this man get hurt and lose everything that he has ever worked for in the last 24, 25 years. Because Tsunami is special to me and brings joy to my life in ways that you cannot possibly imagine. And you feel, and, and to see culture vultures like Crunchyroll coming in, running in the roost, saying that we're going to take over, saying that they're giving them the keys to the legacy of what AT&T planning to do is to give them the keys to the legacy of Chuck Jones, of Frizz Freeling, of all the rest of them. It hurts me so fucking much. You don't understand. You really don't understand that in a way, with all the shorts that are happening with the shorts and it was mentioned over at Crownfish TV about the shorts. They tried to play games with it a little bit. To me, with the shorts, it is, in one sense, God's returning to the earth. Literally, it is like that to me. It is, it is, the, it is like that to me. And in a better world with better leadership that wasn't played around with Kuhn Gal and all the rest of this, they would see that Jason DeMarco was a part of this and they would have made him the president of Warner Brothers Animation in a fair world. But it's not a fair world. And it's not a serious country as we're seeing it right now. But there are happy news for all of you. You're going to hear it in the last segment. Which is coming up on Kagan No Side. To end today's show, we're going to give you a little bit of positivity to the fans. You fans are so lucky and so blessed to have a very strong industry or industries as it were that can even survive pandemics of this global scale. 
this season, this winter season showed how fucking resilient this genre of anime, this medium of anime is. It survived everything the world had put against it. We saw formation falter. We saw Crunchyroll giving baubles of half a damn stick, half a damn floors. We saw Sentai pretty much play around with the game. But the fans stood tall and the genre stood tall. Despite a little bit of delays here and there. Then came coronavirus. Corona Chan and many other, as many of you fans would call it. And it came with the Ravens' wings. And the Ravens' wings was truly devastating. Your work closed down. A lot of restaurants closed down. You were told to shelter in place. But you know what happened? This genre, anime, stood tall even in front of Chrono Trans promises of darkness. What failed? I'll tell you what failed. Hollywood shuddered. The news industry spinning its wheels. Sports, all most sports meant to be the unstoppable, untouchable. Got mucked by Nurgle and Corona Chain. The gamblers lost everything. Only fans faltering because we got 10 million people in two weeks with no income and no jobs. The rent's due, Airbnb about to be whacked out of the stars in May. Netflix ain't gonna do any more promotions for their live action shows in about two and a half weeks. You wanna know what else happened? The U.S. comic industry has basically died. Pencils down, diamond distributors ain't going to do anything. Marvel said, everything free now. Everything free now, starting April 5th. Anime, however, is ready for the next season. Everything is going according to plan. Some delays, of course. But well, we're ready for next season. The genre's ready for next season. What a season it's going to be. We're going to go full bore all throughout it. As the rest of the world, with the exception of certain wrestling companies, shut up. Who would have thought it? Who would have believed it? This genre? This is medium? Lambasted and hated on all over the West. Only thing that's gonna be 
top ready that anybody cares about is Rick and Morty on May 3rd, where hopefully the, co the coronavirus would not be so much of a disaster in America and people will start to get to move around a little bit and stretch their legs. But my friends, this genre is stronger than people can admit. How could it be possible they did it? Because their society is serious. And that's the end of the story. Their society is serious. And the seriousness that they took on this kept this genre moving, kept manga moving. When everybody else shut down, they moved. So tell me who survives the future. Not only did these folks survive one of the worst pandemics we have seen in the world so far and kept their business running even despite there were delays not only that they're going to get rewarded big time you fans are the animation industry because you stood with them in their toughest times you fought for them in their toughest times when everybody else ran away from the truth, you stood with them through the toughest times, and now you should be rewarded for that. The fan base is strong because this medium is strong. If it can survive a plague, it can survive anything else. And y'all should have a pet on the back. Thank you for listening to Kicking No Side. This is Elias. We'll be back in a couple of months, hopefully, with happier news, more reviews, some fun little stuff, possible interviews, and a whole lot more. Thank you for listening. We will see you guys next time on Kicking No Side. Walk, Walk. Because, because they are destroying, destroying greatness. Walk, walk becomes because they, they come, come to, to steal, steal meme, and name whole, whole nations, whole cultures, and artistry. artistry. Walk, walk because, because they don't, they don't respect, respect the ways, the ways of, suffering. of suffering. Walk, walk because, because they, they took your home and made, made it a den of propriety. Walk. walk because, because there is a fighter much bigger and, and greater, greater. Out, out there. there. Walk, walk towards, towards that, that fire. fire. There is, there is none, none greater, greater than this. Sadness, Sadness ends when we, we after 10,000 10, years, reach, reach that, that fire. fire. Or in, or in four, four seconds, seconds four, four days, days, four weeks, weeks four, four months, months Four, four years, years four, four decades, decades, or more, more passes. passes. And you're, and in, you're the in the grave with only a flower thrown in your name. name. Walk, walk, for we, for have, we have nothing left. left. Walk, walk, because, because we, have we have no home. home.
but the but grave, the grave down, down on earth, earth and the and stars, the stars up, up in heaven. Either, either one, one doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. But we, but we must, must walk. walk.